My name's Adrian Hickson. I work at the NNFCC. We advise governments, companies and various other organisations on how to develop new products and processes within what we call a bio-based economy, which is a new area of the wider economy that's based on using natural materials such as biomass and plant-based materials. There's a number of challenges we face in converting from a petrochemical economy into a bio-based one. One of the main challenges that's occupying both companies and academics around the world is how to use lignocellulose, which is the main plant matter in forms of cell walls of plants and is extremely abundant in the world. Lignocellulose is a complicated matrix of lignin, hemicellulose and cellulose which are all interesting polymers in their cells, but we need to find a way to pull those three polymers apart before we can then further process them. There's a, a variety of ways to do this that companies are working on using techniques such as acid treatment or alkali treatment or steam explosion technologies to try and prise those materials apart or convert them into a form that can actually be manipulated chemically. Once we have those materials, we need to convert them into something useful. Two main ways to do that is either to obtain the simple sugars and then ferment those sugars. The second is to actually do a thermal treatment and convert the biomass into synthesis gas. Synthesis gas can then be converted into either fuels or different chemicals such as methanol. If we look at the fermentation, the challenge there is converting the chemical industry from one that has an aversion to water to an industry that actually is used to dealing with aqueous solutions and quite dilute solutions. Fermentations tend to be quite dilute, which raises issues of how big do we have to build the chemical reaction tanks, how efficient can we be in conversions, and how do we actually isolate the product at the end of the reaction. With thermal treatments, we need to think about the quality of the synthesis gas that we produce. Synthesis gas have been produced from coal for a long time, um, and it's well-known technology. But biomass has its own problems because it produces its own impurities, which all need to be removed from the synthesis gas before it can be used uh, to make a fuel or a chemical. We have a lot of opportunity for using biomass to start to replace uh, oil-derived materials. There's a lot of interest at the moment in new ways to produce plastics and this is something that many companies are working on at the moment. So for example, we can take a carbohydrate such as sugar or starch or a more complex carbohydrate from biomass. That can then be broken down into simple sugars which we can then ferment to things like ethanol. Also a wide range of other chemicals uh, like succinic acid or propanol, butanol and many, many more. We can then take those chemicals and convert them. For example, dehydration of ethanol gives ethylene, which can then be polymerized into polyethylene in the same way that we would do a petrochemical process. Um, that's one example of how we can produce a common plastic from biomass. There's also people looking at PET, which is what many bottles uh, are made from and you'll all be familiar with we can make the ethylene glycol portion of that from ethanol and now companies are even looking to make the aromatic terephthalate portion of that material 
using fermentation products and then some clever chemistry. So we're making large inroads into replacing a lot of the materials that we have around us today with bio-derived equivalents. There's also the potential to make new materials, new polymers using um, bio-ingredients. Some of these ingredients can be made from petrochemical sources, but they're expensive because the routes are long, or some of them are very difficult. A good example would be polylactic acid, which is a new uh, polymer that we're starting to enter the marketplace, and that's made from lactic acid, which is a fermentation product. So not only can we replace the existing petrochemical polymers that we use today we can actually introduce new polymers into the market in terms of the migration from a petrochemical economy to one where our plastics and materials are based on biomaterials we're still at a very early stage of development currently global capacity for bioplastics is around 1 million tons we can compare this to the 260 million tons of petrochemical capacity So even in 2050, it's unlikely that more than 20% of our chemical polymer production will be bio-based, with the majority still being based in oil and a considerable amount on gas. The chemical industry is like an oil tanker. It's very slow to change directions, and we're not going to run out of oil in the immediate future. So it will be a slow change rather than a rapid change. We need to drive down the costs of bio-based polymers because they're generally more expensive than the petrochemical version so those costs need to come down and then we need to build capacity to produce those materials and when those materials are new and novel we need to learn how to convert those polymers into the everyday products we see around us all this takes time so we're just starting out which is very exciting the open university for more information go to www.open.edu forward slash iTunes U.